Guys, hello, welcome to the Nick Talks podcast. I am your host, actor, singer, and content creator, Nikki Marina. And this is my podcast where I talk about whatever the fuck I want, but it's usually nerd shit, mental health, and just random millennial stuff. Uh, make sure you follow me on all my platforms, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, uh, so that you get updates on when I'm taping this podcast, because I do it uh, pretty much whenever I have time, because my life is very, very crazy. Um, but today we're taping live on TikTok and we're going to get to questions on the live chat uh, later on in this episode. But um, so I've gotten a lot of requests of things that uh, you guys wanted me to talk about uh, as far as some of my favorite characters, comfort characters, characters that have taught me lessons, life lessons. Um, and so the next few episodes, we're going to be doing that. Um, most of us, a big chunk of them, we're going to be Marvel. Um, but there's also some, like a lot of anime in there. Um, mostly the anime My Hero Academia um, have a lot of, a lot of feelings about that show uh, specifically. But today we're going to talk about Wanda Maximoff. And, ooh, that one I did a spot on on TikTok about three minutes worth, and it was before they let us post 10-minute videos, uh, which is probably a good thing because I had to condense everything that I felt about Wanda Maximoff into um, into one three-minute video, which is a lot. Um, if we were counting all of the trauma, <laughs> that Wanda has experienced. So I'm glad that we're gonna get I'm gonna get to delve into it a little more unscripted. Um, so like the thing with Wanda is that um, she's never been able to take a fucking break. Girl has never gotten a break from trauma in her life. And I feel like I having complex PTSD and like and in these episodes I'm gonna be talking mostly about, you know, how I feel, how I relate, um, especially when it comes to my mental health. Um, so I have complex PTSD. And um, the thing that makes complex PTSD so special, aside from a regular ass PTSD, is that complex PTSD is basically what comes when you're, when you just have this long slew of traumatic things that happen to you over a long period of time. Uh, examples of this would be like living in an abusive home, especially as a kid, or like being a prisoner of war. Whereas, you know, PTSD is usually, regular PTSD is usually, usually just like one, uh, one event that happens that triggers your disorder. Uh, some of us, for some reason, hold out so fucking long, and then we develop complex PTSD. And I feel a kinship with Wanda there. Um, because she has had that kind of life where she was always running, always running, um, just always turmoil. She lost her home and her family at a very, very young age. And I'm just gonna go, I'm gonna go through like just all of the things that I can think of that are major traumas to Wanda, right? So like she was already living in a war-torn country her house got bombed, she lost her, her parents, but not only that, her and Pietro have to sit under the rubble right next to like basically a, a bomb, wait for it to go off. Wanda is a baby witch at this point, and we don't know at this point, according to WandaVision, that she's actually keeping the bomb 
from exploding. She's like, it's like a probability hex or something. And they wait for two days, for 48 hours to die. And there's a quote in Age of Ultron where she literally says, we wait two days for what Tony Stark to kill us because it was, <laughs> it was Stark tech, big surprise. Um, and I don't think, I don't think people know, I don't think people understand just how terrifying that is. Um, you know, I have been through, I have been through a situation where for about a year and a half, it was like prolonged trauma and every day I had to look forward to, you know, coming home, like come to work to my, to my abuser and wondering what's going to happen. Every day I was like, like, is this going to be the day I get thrown in jail or, you know, like something like the day I die, I don't know, like constantly preparing for the next moment to be your last, like, and in a true, like, immediate life or death situation, like a bomb, like, can, like, I, like, I'm fucked up for life from something that is definitely not a bomb. Can you imagine, like, every fucking moment, every breath you take, you're preparing for that to be your last. And you're going through that at, what, the age of 11? That's bullshit. <laughs> that, like, that's bullshit. That sucks. Okay. So they go through that, they survive, and then they sign up for Hydra. And I saw a lot of discussion in the post that I made, um, really demonizing Wanda and Pietro for doing that. Um, and I believe it's made pretty clear in the MCU that they signed up for this as children. And even if they didn't sign up for it as children, they were basically manipulated into doing that. Um, and, but I think it is canon that they did it as children. Um, as someone who's been in, who's been in the military, the way that the military goes and like recruits, um, you know, they, they recruit us when we're in high school, when we're children, we can't drive, we can't drink, like we can barely make any like, you know, really <laughs> any, we can't make any adult decisions for our life, but that's when they come for us to, to convince us to join. And I feel and Hydra was no fucking different. Um, targeting two children that are clearly vulnerable, vulnerable because of the life that they've had so far. You know, of course, like at you know at the base of it, everyone is responsible responsible for their actions and, and their choices, or whatever. But when you're a fucking child, like that's foul. You know what I mean? So we got that right. Um, then they're so so that happens. They're manipulated by Ultron. So going from basically like one manipulative environment to the other, right? Um, Wanda realizes that Ultron is off his fucking rocker. And so they switch sides. And just that, just that dichotomy switch, you know, is traumatic. Like just that, just switching sides is like, you know, that that's, that's enough stress right there. And... And then they go, and then they go into battle again. With, at at which point, what her home world, her home 
country, Sokovia, has been turned into a fucking meteor, so we've got that to contend with. In another life, yet another life or death situation, Clint has that little talk with her, like, if you go outside, you're an Avenger. Like, she has to make this decision, again, to be way more grown than she is. Well, she's like in her 20s by now. But again, she has to make this a yet another life or death situation to stay alive. And then that very same day, Pietro dies. She fucking feels it. Um, like, because that's the nature of her powers. She literally feels Pietro die. So there's that. She joins the Avengers, tries to, you know, move on from that make a new life, and then in an instant where she's like literally genuinely trying, genuinely, genuinely trying to do her fucking job, she explodes a building and kills a whole bunch of people. And now she's, you know, now she's like the most hated person on earth. So we've got that, right? And then um, we got Civil War, the entire plot of Civil War. Now she's gotta go on the fucking run again. Okay, and she has a romantic interest. She has a boyfriend, but do they get to date the way that normal people do? Do they ha get to have like, you know, fucking mediocre dates at Olive Garden like everybody else does? No, they gotta meet in secret. They've gotta take Spirit Airlines or Frontier or whatever the fuck ghetto ass airlines they gotta take to meet up incognito at these fucking places, right? And then we have the entire plot of Infinity War, which again, yet another life or death situation after two years of being on the run. This is all compounded trauma, by the way. All of this compound fucking trauma from which Wanda has literally never had a rest since she was 11 years old, and it's still going. She is a young adult. She's like in her, what, 20s, 30s by this point. She has not had a fucking break since she was 11 years old. She's going through this. And now she has to be the one to kill her boyfriend. And that like and she has to she has to spend the entire time of Infinity War basically building up to that. Because it can only be her, right? How fucking convenient. It can only be her. She kills him, watches him die, um, explodes him, by the way. Vision explodes. Okay. And then again, the infamous shit of Thanos rewinding the clock on Vision just to kill him and basically make that sacrifice worth nothing. She has to watch the love of her life die three times. Then she dies, but does she get any fucking peace in the afterlife? No, five years go by and she gets revived again. She gets revived and does she have time to get therapy right after that? No, it's Doctor Strange being like, hey bitch, we've gotta go fight for the fate of the universe. Again, yet another life or death situation that she has to fucking fight. She has not had a break. Wanda has not had a break. And she is so pissed that she is literally almost the one that kills Thanos. And I would, I almost wish it could, like, in, an, in another corner of the multiverse, I would, I would have loved to see that. I do love how Thanos went out anyway. But, so we've got that. And they win, they win the whole thing. But, but that comes with loss. They've lost Tony and they've lost Natasha. Natasha, who she's been on the run with for two years, we can only assume that that may have been a big mentor to her as her being the only female Avenger, period, right? Yeah, only female Avenger at that time, period, and the only female on Team Steve on the run for two years. So we can definitely assume that they were close. And so, so that's two loved ones lost, three counting Vision, 
Does she get to bury her husband? Does she get to bury her boyfriend? Does she get to grieve like a normal person? No, she's got to go to fucking sword and she's got to see her husband basically torn apart in pieces. And I don't care if Vision is an android. People love to make fun of that. They love to make fun of that fact that, you know, Vision's an android. And I'm like, oh, she she had hurt feelings over her, her little robot boyfriend. It doesn't matter. She formed a romantic connection, attachment, an attachment with someone. Like in psychological terms, an attachment, that shit is so fucking serious. That was her, that was the love of her fucking life, regardless if he was an android or not. Imagine having to see that person, your loved one, in pieces. Don't care if he's an android or not. Don't care. In fucking pieces. And then she has that infamous breakdown in the middle of Westview on the plot of land that was going to have the home that they were going to that they were going to build and opens up the floor plan and there's the heart and everything and she just lets out this guttural cry, this like guttural fucking scream of just of just goddamn pain. And this is where I get frustrated. I think a lot of people get frustrated. I get frustrated with the fanboys that clearly I feel did not understand WandaVision because I remember the promos going for this show and they were showing, you know, the 1960s Wanda, the, the 70s, all these, you know, <clears throat> in the black and white and people were so confused. They were like, what is going on? WandaVision, what is, what is this? What is going on? And now me having complex PTSD having suffered from a lot of dissociative episodes, maladaptive daydreaming. I knew exactly what was happening. I knew exactly what was happening. I'm like, I could tell you right fucking now before the show even airs what happened. This bitch had a meltdown and she's having a dissociative episode. That's exactly what she's, and was I right? I was fucking right. Um, <laughs> and here's, and that's the thing, like, Anyone who's gone through what Wanda has gone through is gonna have like it, of course, it, and it's such an ex extreme amount of pain and just like stress built up, especially not being able to process or grieve any of these things properly because you there has not there has not been time allotted for her to do that, and like lots of people fall into like dissociations and stuff like that a lot of people develop disorders like you know complex PTSD borderline bipolar a lot of people develop that but here's the thing in this world Wanda has Wanda's a witch a bona fide witch with powers amplified by the fucking mind stone of course a dissociative episode a depressive episode is going to look different for someone like Wanda and you know I remember I remember a lot of times as a as a kid like creating different worlds a lot of people do this maladaptive daydreaming like creating different realities different worlds that I imagined that I was living a lot of that I, I did in order to just to go to sleep um literally as a child and um so when, so when you have powers that can bend reality, like, yeah, you're going to 
it, it might it might be reasonable to think that maybe your maladaptive daydreaming or your coping mechanism might just materialize. It also hits me, you know, that she found such refuge in TV and films, and which you know I think hits home for a lot of us watching some of these because we find a lot of comfort in TVs and films and shows. A lot of people that have gone through childhood trauma found a lot of solace in in media. Um, which is kind of a lot of what I talk about, period, which I think is such a beautiful thing that Wanda found such comfort in media. One of them is my favorite show, Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, so that rang way too true for me, um, watching the series, and I, I was sobbing. Um, but yeah, this is where I get frustrated that a lot of people don't understand that like Wanda is going through somewhat of a, a, a breakdown you know, maybe psychotic, like maybe a depressive, dissociative episode, whatever. It happens to so many of us. But when you have the powers of like given to you by an infinity stone, it's gonna look different. And she creates this hex or whatever, um, which is, you know, basically to help her cope. And she ends up hurting people. And that's where people, you know, Wanda gets very villainized because she controlled all of the people in Westview. And she didn't know that, and you know, she didn't know that she was doing it until much later. She didn't know what was happening and she didn't really care because at least in this world, in this dissociation, she has her kids and she has vision, you know, even though it's not fucking real. And I think she probably knows that it's not, but she's just not asking questions, but she has no idea how much that she's hurting these people. Um, and to be fair, a lot of the time, like she's like, like I said, you know, she doesn't really care what's going on as long as she's self-soothing. And then once she realizes, once Agatha tells her, like, you're fucking hurting these people, um, you know, she does make the decision to do the right thing, you know, to, to, you know, loosen her grip on them. And then she has to, you know, make this decision to, you know, tear down the hex and basically face reality. The fact that she doesn't really have kids and she, and vision was, you know, the vision that she created in the hex was never real. This bitch never gets a break. She never ever gets a break until the end of WandaVision where she finally takes down the hex and she goes and she lives by herself <laughs> in the mountains somewhere, probably Sokovia or whatever. To, and we finally see Wanda chilling out for the first fucking time ever. And she's an adult. And I think what Wanda teaches me, especially in WandaVision, is that, you know, when you're grieving, you, you'll do some pretty crazy things to cope. And that's completely natural. It's completely, that's completely fine. But, you know, the point is, no, Wanda did hurt people. And the thing is, the people that she hurt are very valid in how they feel about being hurt. That impacted their lives very, very much. So even though Wanda didn't mean it, like, it was very valid of them to feel the way they feel, even to fucking hate her. And so I think the lesson I take from Wanda is that, like, you know, when we're grieving and when we're hurting, hurt people hurt people. And that can be, and it, and it can be really, really major for those of us with complex trauma that haven't had a chance to just sit down and process and grieve because we just have so much built up. And, you know, 
in 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 grief period i guarantee like all of us will have a moment or have a period where we're probably not the most fun to be around we might even hurt people accidentally i think that people that and i in my experience i think people that haven't faced their trauma or haven't gotten a chance to face their trauma they do end up hurting people uh wanda was never given that chance but I think the lesson for us is that if we have that chance, we have to take it, we have to heal because the things that impacted us can also impact the people around us. Sometimes the ones that we're trying to form, you know, good attachments and good relationships with. And um, yeah, no, like it can be, um, that can be really hard. It can be really hard to face, I think the fact that at some point in our lives all of us will accidentally create our own hex it won't be as major as wanda's but wanda even just having power she's still just going through a, like even though it, these are superhero problems she's going through some human like just she, some some human grief that a lot of people go through losing a spout like losing everything losing everything and so if we have the ch if we have the chance if we have the space we have to address our trauma like we have to heal we have to find the time we have to make the time um if we are given the opportunity a lot of people don't and a lot of people are still stuck in fight or flight types of lives and i remember that i remember being stuck in that kind of life where i didn't have i didn't have any time to heal and so i feel like i turned to i turned to things and behaviors that weren't that were not uh very healthy and um that weren't very healthy and i don't think made me the greatest person to be around i you know my last few years in the military i drank a lot more like i was i just don't feel like i don't feel like i was my best i definitely wasn't my best self and sometimes i get embarrassed thinking about it but I'm grateful to be in a place now that I know not a lot of people get where I have the space to be able to heal, where I'm able to process my trauma. I have a spouse who is a heterosexual man that's actually supportive of that, which unfortunately is a privilege for a lot of women in this day and age. And that's, that's really sad to say, but it is true. Um, so yeah, like at some point we will all accidentally create our own hex and we'll hurt people's feelings we will um some of them will forgive us like monica rambeau did wanda and some people won't and that sucks and that'll hurt but we have to remember that their feelings are valid and just because there are people that may not forgive us or you know it doesn't mean that we can't go on to you know improve ourselves and find a better way of living so yeah, definitely a shout out to my complex trauma people that have just never gotten a break. I personally never got a break from when I was like 11, same age as Wanda, to my late 20s. And when I realized that I had, had basically had about 15, 16 years without a break, it made me really, really sad. Uh, made me really sad to realize that, but grateful to have the space to, to heal. So that's my spiel. 
We're gonna go to the uh, the chat on TikTok and see if you guys have any questions or comments. Um, like I said, make sure that you guys follow me on my social media, on TikTok, on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and that's because that's when I'm going to that's where I'm gonna make any announcements that I'm going to um, when I'm going to be taping because, like I said. Um, Life is crazy, and um, I'm always flying between New York and um, New York and LA. So yeah, any questions in the chat, please throw them at me and do it fast because my phone battery is dying. <laughs> hurry up! I only have ten percent. Please hurry up. Um, identify so much with Wanda, and I've had a hard time putting it in words about why thank you yeah no problem like like i said uh, a lot of us complex um complex trauma girlies and boys and peoples yeah we we feel it as a veteran with ptsd thank you for all the positivity you put out into the world oh thank you um i don't know if it's positivity more than realism i don't know if i consider myself a positive person it's a little weird but i'm figuring it out what were your thoughts on Wanda and Multiverse of Madness? Um, I don't think that Multiverse of Madness was the best written um, script uh, to do Wanda justice. Um, however, I do think, you know, when people say that her character took a regression, um, as far as, you know, her basically becoming a villain and, you know, unaliving a bunch of people, um, and really not giving a not giving a single fuck about anyone literally willing to unalive America America Chavez um, I say to that and I say that and I say this to a lot of people that um, Criticize characters taking a character regression. I'm like well that kind of mirrors real life because recovery is not linear and sometimes after doing a little better, we do lose our shit. You know, um, I went into a psychiatric hospital in 2021 for trying to book a one-way ticket to the ancestral plane, you know? So like that's, that's part of the human experience too, is your, re your regression in character development. Like, <laughs> you can do all the character development on yourself that you can and there's still a chance that you will regress and that's again that's that's a hard pill to swallow that's something really really hard to um to come to terms with but it's true it's true so like you know I can have I can have compassion even though she was a menace um, <laughs> even though she was a menace like I said I don't think it was the strongest script written to do her justice but definitely multiverse of madness was definitely a fucking that was a Wanda movie barely a Doctor Strange movie <laughs> barely the dark hole was a very bad influence on her it was I just don't know if it was made clear enough how much of an influence it had because in my mind I'm like no clearly she's going crazy on her own because I would like 
because I would. And that, like, and that's the thing with a lot of these flawed characters is like, and you hear me say this a lot on this podcast. The thing about these characters is that they're doing things, they're the fuck shit. Like, we all love to pretend that we're like our favorite heroes and their best moments, but the mistakes they make are mistakes we make or are going to make. That's the thing. Like, they're very imperfect. And so you can take a lot from your favorite characters, not just about the things that you love about them, but also the things that they keep fucking up. I, I like Tony Stark is my favorite, not just because of the things about him that I like, but because of the nature of his, his mistakes. And like, <clears throat> I guess the, the self-talk behind why he does it. It's terrible and it's what I go through. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's what I think about Wanda Wanda in that. Uh, the trauma is still there. We all slip sometimes on whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not every character has the same path of growth and that's what I like about her and the others. Absolutely, absolutely right. Okay, let's take one or two more. I'm scared that my phone is gonna die. It's, Give me a good one. I need a good one. Give me a good one. Again, don't forget to follow me on my social media. Um, <laughs> even Instagram. I know. I know it's a meta platform, but please, guys, just fucking do it. <laughs> just do it for me. And then we can all boycott it together or whatever. Um, yeah. If you could write her next direction, what would it be? I don't know. That's, mm, I might be the t most terrible person to ask that because um, I, I'm, so, I'm a lazy watcher and I just love to be along for the ride. Like, you know, I'm one of those, I'm not, I don't think I'm a weirdo for that. I, I'm just excited for all the things that I don't know about phase five and what's to come. Um, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious about where they're going to take it. Curious. Okay. Anything else, guys? Anything else? We're coming up on half an hour. That's not bad. That's not bad. I just need to remember to... Um, I just need to remember to charge my phone a little better next time. Uh, some comments in this live were filtered to protect the community's experience. I wonder, I can't remember what words I filtered. <laughs> They're probably the names of people. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, since we're up on 30 minutes now and I don't see any more questions, um, we're gonna close that out. Uh, but thank you guys so much, everybody on TikTok and everyone listening. Um, thank you for joining me on Nick Talks. Uh, I think next time we're gonna talk Doctor Strange in that one is oh my god such a for me so thank you so much and i will see you next episode